Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Damn It Vince. Be glad to hear it's not just me and Joe this week. Uh, how are you, Joe? You are still here, of course. How are you? How rude. Yeah, uh, I'm fine. It's, uh, it's <laughs> been a long time since we did a two-man show. A very long time. It was one of the most popular ones we've done. <laughs> that is a lie. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, it's the same old. Nothing just does it. <laughs> I should get that on a t-shirt. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, still working. Still, yeah. Good. Oh, glad you're here. I had obviously. pot noodle and chips with me tea. Did what? I had a pot noodle on some chips tea. Oh, I don't know. So... I don't know what you want to hear. <laughs> Welcome back, John. Hello. Hi, Alice. How you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Had a busy couple of weeks. Yeah, we were, we were celebrating your uh, engagement last week. I don't know if you uh, heard that, but uh, congratulations. Uh, in yes, person. Oh, I you. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Hope that anyone who's listening and knows you doesn't know that news already and doesn't find out through the medium of podcast. See, I'm not going to say that it was <laughs> us that brought you together, but I am claiming that as as, a, as the first damn it Finn's wedding. <laughs> like, Silla Black in Blind Date. Like, well, I'm having that. We can all wear our masks. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, fancy dress. Yeah. I'm on board for this. Actually, bless. I'm on board. <laughs> Congratulations. And you heard his docile tones there. Butcher, how are you? I'm all right, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm here. I'm live. I'm not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll date this episode, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, they were discussing cats before we went, uh, before we started filming. The, the musical, not the animal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Clarify that one. No, it's good to have a good to have the two of you back here. So uh, as normal, show reviews. There's a some trademark news I see that we've yeah. got down here as well, and in. then we'll uh, a little bit of a focus on NXT with the Takeover Vengeance Day, is it called? I believe mm-hmm. coming up this Sunday, and takeovers are always good. So we thought we'd give that a bit of focus. Make sure to follow us on at DammitVincePod on Twitter and Instagram, and you can email us at DammitVincePod at gmail.com as well. And I think we've hit 300 followers this, this yeah. as of today, actually. Just scraped over 301. Which is, is nice, uh, isn't it? Yeah. about 295 more than I expected us to get. And My mum's not even on there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's nice. Show reviews then. Uh, Wheel, wheel back a bit on, on SmackDown. I've started writing notes when I watch shows now because I get to this pod every Friday and I'm like, I don't know what happened on SmackDown last week, which yes. is bad when it's one of the, the better of the main roster shows. Um, Edge continued his tour of all the brands. Um, Just waving. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I didn't mind it last week. I think it was good that he did go and see basically all the three top champions. Um, probably could have done without it this week on Raw, but we'll get to Raw. But um, <laughs> no, it was good. I, I liked Roman. He's uh, just going absolutely ape shit. Like, <laughs> Heyman looks scared. I've said it before on this pod. Heyman, I, I think, is scared of Roman Reigns. He's, he's making uh, Reigns even better by just being like the sort of snivelly sort of side it just adds an extra little layer on yeah definitely um who do you think he's gonna pick edge i genuinely think roman reigns why because it makes most sense story-wise well of, of any of them i can't seem to go for the nxt one because i think although i can't remember what i've written for the predictions this week so i'll maybe contradicting myself here <laughs> um but i think i've put pete dunn to win it and so for him for edge to then come and take it off him is like a bullshit move. Uh, and for the Raw one, who knows? Because that's a complete catastrophe at the moment, isn't it? There's people all over the place with it. Yeah, we had McIntyre against Orton again for some reason. Oh, God, did we? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they literally just pulled the booking out of a hat on the day it would appear. Yeah. Well, there's only two names in the hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, Roman. I think Roman's a lot of people's hot money, isn't it? For, Plus, also, I think it would do them both good. It would be like a, a yeah, a legend up against. Yeah, I, I don't get what was good either. When so, like when Charlotte took the NXT Championship off Rhea, it's a developmental brand, right? It just looks kind of like a bit rubbish if you come down and stomp all over your developmental wrestlers, and like it doesn't. Because NXT is the more niche product, I guess, and you're not really going to help them. I mean, if they go to the main roster, when you just see Charlotte or Edge or whoever beating the crap out of them, then well, Finn went up and went back out. down, didn't he? Yeah, that's changing a bit now, but it's no, still I, I, sort I think, of there. I think he went on NXT to give it legitimacy, and he might yeah. come in and have a have a Barney carrying cross, which again yeah. I think was pretty good. But I think yeah. just him putting him on all three shows adds a little weight to it. Yeah. yeah so, sure. um, did you see Triple H's? conference call ahead of takeover he was talking about edge and that before he returned at the rumble two to two rumbles ago when he made his, his nine-year wait return he was talking to triple h before that about wanting to return and work with nxt stars yeah i saw something about that yeah to put them over so um, i have a feeling he's going to come back it's only because he's what got three years in him if that three four years yeah and maybe a bit more but you know what i mean um, yeah. so why not use that time to get other people over it would be the noble thing to do yeah I, I do have a feeling he might go for the NXT or myself I think his wife's there obviously every week not like they're going to carpool into work yeah exactly <laughs> save on fuel in the pandemics cut down the uh, yeah well he's done bubbles that their own in. bubble then isn't it yeah yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And, and with him saying that about wanting to wrestle these NXT guys like he's not going to do that if he's the champion on Raw is he so no, I can't see him going for Raw. Raw doesn't make sense. No. SmackDown makes a bit of sense. He makes but, a bit of sense. But, then... but that could be why he goes for Raw, because Raw doesn't make any sense ever. <sighs> yeah, well, yeah, as the tweet proves. Uh... It doesn't. Before before we leave SmackDown, because it ties into later on as well, we had another Brian and Cesaro just putting on another casual 15-minute free t- uh, TV clinic yep. of wrestling. It's, <laughs> it's odd that that's on there as a thing, not pay-per-view or anything, because... It's like I said, it's an absolute masterclass. Great. Sarah busts his head open quite. I can't remember if it's later on or not, but you get it's quite a bloody head in it as well. But it's uh, yeah, it's just like I think we said it a few, for the few weeks on a row now. SmackDown seems to now be weekly putting out a match that yeah. fans would want to see, and that could be on a pay per view and get five stars <laughs> if they had the time to do it and a story behind it. So I enjoyed that it's, one. It's a bit like Brian's just said, right? Just give me a time slot every week to do what I want to do. And he's just decided he's going to put bangers on every week with the people he know he can. Why not? What a way to kind of wind down, which yeah. it sounds like he wants to do. So good way to go. Good way to go there. Uh, talking of the clusterfuck that you already mentioned that is raw, um, I have checked my notes. If you insert that gif right there of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, <laughs> zero notes on raw for this week. <laughs> really? Because I've got loads. Like It wasn't terrible, but why was Shane McMahon there? Oh, I forgot. Like, I it didn't make sense. It, 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 I think they've just gone, uh, we need to start just pushing people out. No one said anything about um, Underground either, despite the fact that his doorman was stood there. It was like, hello, he didn't wave her out. And then like, the Jeff Hardy-Styles match was all right. Uh, and then all I remember was there was like an hour of Charlotte Flair. It felt like it went on forever with her and Lacey Evans and her dad, and it just, it makes no sense. I don't understand it, and the horrible thing with it is, is that they're going to put the belt on Lacey Evans, aren't they? So Charlotte mm. Flair can take it off her. Uh, like, so yeah. Oscar is basically just the holding pattern for the belt, because she's done now with it, has she? She's not had a chance to go up against anyone or any sort of storyline. She's stuck in a tag team now, would you? 
Or is she? I can't. I can't even remember anymore. I don't know. She, Charlotte still called her a tag team partner on on Raw. That whole section was dumb as fuck, and it went on for like three sections, and then it got it got DQ'd anyway. And then she's apparently now number one contender. And this is like because she I don't, needed to win. She won. No, but you could have done like it's Raw. Do a surprise roll up. You know what I mean? <laughs> or have Rick Flair Charlotte take a pin have, out. Have Rick Flair pass her um like a a, a cosh again or whatever it was. Just do something rather than a DQ because that counts as a no contest and therefore it wouldn't change the rankings, so to speak. It just hurt my brain. I was like, I don't mind my intelligence being in, uh, my intelligence being ins- insulted, but like, don't piss on it. You know, I'm it. it annoys what do you me. What do you make of the announcement for the elimination chamber? The why? Past? Why does it feel like this should have been twelve years ago? Yeah, because it pretty much is close to a lineup they had around that time. Why is Kofi <laughs> Kingston not in there? Well, exactly. Yeah. Like having Kofi in there. Ali taking him out and Ali taking his spot. It, it writes itself. Like, the story is literally there. They're telling the story on Raw. But... Yeah, but then the booking, unless they're going to go next week, uh, something's going to happen, and then, like, they're going to put... That so wasn't Jeff one of the first people eliminated from the Rumble? And yeah, he, he, he was, wasn't he? He's got in there. Um... Well, it's all former champions, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, but... On. One of the journalists on Twitter made a point, and we did a pod a few weeks ago. I remember when Paul was on, and I was talking about Elimination Chamber being used to get the next, the number one contender for one of the belts that isn't the Royal Rumble challenger isn't going for. And I said I didn't think it would be a title match because it doesn't make sense to me. And there was a one of the reporters this week saying it it, it devalues the Royal Rumble winner because why why bother going through twenty nine literally in Edgy's case twenty nine other people in an hour long match. When if you get thrown out first, it's fine. You can just crack on into the elimination chamber with five other people I keep, and, keep win, the... and win the title, not just earn the shot. You've, you've got a shot. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. What happens if you? Mm, yeah, if you win and then you've still got that shot as well, <laughs> you, you just beat yourself up. I don't. Also, why is the Miz in there as well with that fucking briefcase that they've spanned around? No, was it was it you, John, who made a point on our chat about if he gets eliminated, can he then cash in to get himself back in? Yeah. I was thinking they was going to use it to get rid of the briefcase angle, finally. Because, yeah, they've done now with it all year. Mm. Yeah, just get rid of it. They're not going to use it. He's not even hit anyone with it. AEW this week. (laughs) Briefcase action. Hot briefcase action. (laughs) There won't be a crossover if there wasn't use of ornaments. He didn't have the magic glove on, though, did he? I watched that and I was going, I have no, I am on board with this because it's insane, but I have no idea what's going on. I said, I've, I've, I've started listening to it with um, Japanese commentary because it just makes it more bizarre. Great. Because well, they stole it at Wrestle Kingdom, right? And I was just like, oh, he's got a metal glove he hits people with and he's stolen it. Cool. But I didn't, I wasn't aware it was like the one ring. Oh, it drives you insane if you have it for too yeah. long, I think. And it can only be defeated by the power of hugs. That's what <laughs> I got that- from it. Only Zack Sabre Jr. hugs. Oh, is it only him? Anyone else, it's like, no. Yeah, yeah. his his mate tried to stop him just before it, and he went for it. Oh, okay. See, extra layers. Zack Sabre Jr. has particularly good hugs. That's what we learned. It's because he's British. Is it like, it's um, (laughs) sun's getting low in the sky, big guy. That's something to calm him down. (laughs) Uh, And then, yeah, um, Lana and the only, like, Nia Jax's thing, I mean... My yeah, I was like, is this deliberate to try and generate interest and create a meme based on it? Because it felt very much like it was. Yeah. It felt to me like somebody had dared her to say it. Yeah. 
yeah like creative have gone uh yeah it's very much a poochy situation yeah and then for some reason we had um randy orton against edge again Uh, randy orton against drew again for the 900th time this year alone because apparently they've still got unfinished business despite all those other matches they had like where he put him in an ambulance where he hit him with a lightsaber you know all the other stuff that happened earlier on this year it's three How hours did that match end i can't remember um seamus come out and went to That's bro fair. kick mcintyre he moved hit Orton. Play more, cut to no. Yeah, he always run out of time yeah. as well. Uh, and then he, he like went for the holding the belt over. I'm like, don't care. Because that's what I don't get about the elimination chairing match. Like the story's there for the one on one with Sheamus. Like they've literally been, they've actually been building that story for months. Yeah, and they could have done that, <laughs> which Raw doesn't really do. And then it's just like, oh, but they could have just had the that, guys in. held on to that till Mania. Just let that brew up a bit further. Have a couple, have like a, a match beforehand, and then have some interference, and then have them have that at Mania. There's there's a match. Yeah. They had nothing for Elimination Chamber. That's what it is. I know they're working with the depleted roster of people, but Elimination Chamber is. I feel they need to move the position of Elimination Chamber in the year. It, it falls into that what we said about the themed pay per views, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. It, elimination Chamber, great match. Having one every every or two every single year. Defeats it, it destroys it. It's not it's a just spectacle. Shoe, shoe in, yeah. But yeah. there we are. I mean, they've got to keep these pay per views up, despite the fact that it's all on. <laughs> well, there's two, isn't there, between this and uh, between Rumble and Mania, which I didn't realise till Paul said it the other day. So, yeah, are they doing fast lane again? Fast lane, I think it, yeah. it is. Yeah. So, what, what can happen between then and then? Yeah, some uh, more bullshit. <laughs> Going go to the happy side of of a uh, WWE. Um, I don't know. Do um, oh. the John and Butcher want to do New Japan? Because that was before Wednesday. Oh, are we going in order, are we? Well, we have been so far, so... <laughs> I was, I was going to bring that one in when we weren't to AEW just because of the Forbidden Door. Oh, okay, and well, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's fine. I was just... It ties in. I was doing it in chronological order. It's fine. <laughs> just tie on going company. Yeah, NXT, the happy side of WWE. Another solid show, I thought. Yep, cracking. Even, I hate Cameron Grimes less than I used to. But I've grown to love Dexter Loomis. So I don't know what's happening at the moment. Because Dexter Loomis just spends his time hanging around underneath, <laughs> underneath the ring, waiting to grab people like a cat under a couch, like just grabbing ankles as you go past. Mm. Like, what is this? But, do, you, yeah. do you like Loomis? I don't know what to make of him. I, I don't know. understand what his whole thing is, but it just yeah. it just made me laugh that. Yeah, it's like I'm clearly... supposed to be cheering a stalker, murdery type who doesn't like... speak and draws caricatures people. Yeah, like, it's not someone I want to cheer. <laughs> it sounds like a Dick Tracy villain, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. But it just made me laugh. I was just like, oh, this is entertainment. Because like, mm. I said, Cameron Grimes is now a millionaire after some nonsense. Wasn't he a billionaire? I, can't, I, gen- I was just laughing at it because I was like, it's, I had a lot of laughs to see this with um, Gargano's yeah. broken arm as well. And that whole wheeling him into the into the ring and lifting him up. It was just, it was, yeah, it, it was good fun. Uh, Barrett's line of he's how oh, oh, was it he worded it he's got a broken arm that's making him not able to walk yeah. <laughs> Barrett was uh, on form this week with some of his he stuff was, he was very funny this week Barrett but, yeah. Yeah. I, I love William Regal's deconstruction of the x-ray it says ah that means right and that's your left arm no it means ah for really <laughs> broken <laughs> it was yeah, it was very good I'm, I'm as much as they've sort of forced the way down everyone's throat they have grown on me as like a comedy foil true yeah they're like a little family aren't they like it's the mum and dad and two kids but uh, that whole second yeah and then just uh, it was the bit where Kashida appeared behind them 
<laughs> just tapped him and went, nah. and then he was like, genuinely really good and not like hammed up before. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was actual decent comedy, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it wasn't, yeah, bum injection. Yeah. But Come we now the know the finals of both of the Dusty Cups as well. And ah, see, I'm torn with that as well. Because MSK and... Grizzled Young Veterans. No, 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 no. El, El Fan... Oh, um, yeah, Legado del Fantasma. I was going to call him El Fantasmo Miasma for some reason, and I don't know why. <laughs> that uh, can be the name on here. It, it just sounds better. Yeah, that was a that was a, a pretty good match. As far as I was, mm. it was very, I really enjoyed that match. It was, it was just everywhere. It was antics constantly. Mm. MSK have slotted in really well. Yeah, uh, they've got like a they've slotted into the NXT style, but still seem to have maintained something that's different as well. I've not I've not watched them outside of it, but they. They are visibly different too. Yeah. It's, it's it's good. They, they, they're used to weekly television, aren't they? And in the like, the impact style is isn't that wholly different from WWE. Like most of the roster is ex WWE anyway. Yeah. So they, they're always going to slot in quite easily. But yeah, it's just that thing of adding one new thing, just building mm. up and building up. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed, uh, ladies tag match as well, which more than I thought I was going to. Say. I really thought that was going to go the other way. I thought they were going to have, because, like, Shotzi Blackheart never wins anything. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I, I did. But when you see who's in the final with Kai and Gonzalez, it kind of made sense that the, yeah. the face team would, would win there. Um, I, I remember saying a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about it that I felt that they were finally going to use the, the trophy to actually let a tag team win. So I'm really happy with the finals of the men's, yeah. that, that it is two proper Six. tag teams um, that are established and... Um, it's good. They're not just using it for storyline purposes. And the women as well, they've finally said they're going to get a, sh- they will get a shot at the women's tag team titles, which <laughs> NXT making the titles more relevant than the actual shows that they're on. <laughs> Who has them? Naya and Shayna. Naya and Shayna again, yeah. yeah. Oh, I bet Shayna can't wait to come back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they said as well in that, in that Triple H thing on the, didn't he say they were looking at possibly adding another belt to the women's division? He said they dismissed it years ago because there's no point in having 400 belts. Um, but no. now there's so many women that it is justifiable. And I think, well, like a secondary singles one. Yeah, like an yeah. intercontinental or an American. Because mm. uh, I'm sure he said that the next intake from the performance centre as well is mostly women. Yeah, so it's the largest intake they've ever had of top-level talent. Are you going to have an NXT women's tag belt? Because that yeah. could actually be worth something as opposed to the WWE one, which is trash. Well, it's only really uh, Sasha and Bailey who use the fact that they could go to NXT with it, yeah. isn't it? And you mm. can see how happy they were when they actually showed up on NXT with it as well, but, even yeah. though they were heels at the time. The, um, the women's tag tournament has proved that there are women tag teams out there, so make it more relevant have another belt for them. Yeah, no, mm. definitely. Talk, talking of the women, um, if I needed a bodyguard, Zaylee would be my choice. A weekly kicking of people in the face. You're a big fan, Joe. As I said in that message, I said I will never get tired of watching Ellie boot people in the head. It's just great, isn't it? Because what about sword work? I mean, she's not allowed to use that in the ring, though, is she? Because that would be that would be like Mortal a very over the top entrance just for a standard weekly for a squash match. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm all for it. I love it. And then the thing you went out and was yelling at the, the, the woman in the chair and I was like, yeah, this is insane. I'm all for it. It's great. I want to know what's going on. I thought it was good that they brought them in. It's a cat and Zara and then... Yeah, um, and Car. Yeah, it's bringing them in because it brings like... It's adding a bit of story. It now gives them some, it. someone to feud up against, doesn't it? Then, like, that... I can see a handicap match coming that way. Yeah, and and her, the, her, the ancient her, one her, just grabbed the face of the guy. And was a like, double yeah, boom. Like... 
that's one I'd like to see like all the attention's been on Zai Lee so far. Like I'd like to see Boa in the ring. I said see what that. he can I said, do. I want to see him come out and start booting people in the head as well. And then they yeah. can just form a, a intergender tag team called the head booter offer and it'd be great. <laughs> I'd buy the t shirt. Just just Zyla, a silhouette of Zai Lee with a head flying off yeah. somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And and a sword and a pike and whatever she came out with the first week, yeah. Mm. Did you watch? Did you watch the thingy last week of like the the backstory of it all? Mm. Yeah, it's insane, isn't it? And it's mm. great. I love it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you're you're the the bodyguards of a seven thousand year old dragon queen. I'm on board. Yep, whatever, whatever, whatever you want. Just don't kick me in the head. <laughs> they don't appear to be forgetting about it either. I think we did worry when they were doing all them vignettes, and we like we're really intrigued here. But they're probably going to forget about it in two weeks, and <laughs> they clearly haven't. They've given us a backstory, and they well, brought in. Apparently, they've copyrighted a load of stuff in China. So, so someone was telling me I can't remember who it was. Um, so I think they're going for a mark of China. I, I, I maybe hearsay. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's a huge market. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, another good show. We'll come back to it. It's too late, obviously, with the uh, predictions and stuff. So on to we'll go on then. Then New Japan week of. Craziness that you were watching, Jonathan uh, Butcher. Yeah, it was a um, new beginning this week, and I won't go over every match because <laughs> yeah. there, there's a lot of matches. But um, uh, f- for me, the uh, like picking our highlights of the week, the night one main event of Takahashi, I think, is probably been my highlight of the week more times than not <laughs> at this point. <laughs> um, versus show was just it was fantastic. I mean, I know you watched it, John. Did did the, you too? Oh. Uh, the only reason it's not my highlight of the week because I was pretty sure it was going to be your highlight of the week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was just it was like because it was for the junior heavyweight title, and it but it had more of an like the epic feel to it that's more associated with the heavyweight titles, and it was just great. I like how it feeds into the story of Hiromu wants to headline Tokyo Dome with that title that's never been done before, as far as I know. So he's kind of showing that he can headline and he can have these epic matches to rival the heavyweights. And it was just from start to finish, it was nuts. The, like, the show is an absolute machine. Like, he just doesn't tire ever. <laughs> no, it was a really long match as well. Can't yeah, know. it was the longest uh, junior heavyweight title match that they've um, ever had, I think, for the title. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, mm. But you just, the pace didn't stop. It just kept going and got and accelerating and... Yeah. It was just nuts. Yeah, Hiromi's always a highlight wheel, though. He's, he's, he's bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how, how that man still has, like, a head attached to his body, because his neck, well, his neck did snap once. <laughs> he's only <laughs> he's only been back from a broken neck, like, just over a year, and he still takes the crazy neck bumps. But he's oh, he's been on fire all year since he came back, so he's fantastic. I don't know none of this. I'm just like, oh, this is pretty cool. I don't know who anyone is or why they're fighting, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said that's that's the thing I like about New Japan is that I have no idea what's going on, but every match is near enough. It's it's going to be good, and I don't. Yeah. You can sort of work out who's who's the heel and stuff in it just yeah. by. Yeah, they're very good at telling stories in ring. Yeah. you don't need all the outside stuff. I like all the bonkers outside stuff, but yeah, yeah. it's it's that it's that good that you can. Yeah, and the polite clapping still amuses me no end as well. Yeah, yeah, it is very funny. Yeah. It's like bowls. Yeah, it, it, it's really hard to um, 
way up how a crowd's feeling as well sometimes <laughs> about matches until they start to get to like the crescendo <laughs> like and they're clapping a lot it's hard it's really hard to weigh up are they bored i don't know it's hard oh. no. wave if you're wave if you're enjoying this don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think you picked your highlight from it as well didn't you john i think yeah, I picked um, the day two never open weight six man tag team championship between Chaos mm. and Bullet Club. Just because yeah. it was, it was, it was totally insane. Yeah, it, um, it was a toss up with me whether I'd pull that one as my highlight as well. They were but over the two nights they were the two best matches, weren't they? Yeah, I thought so. Um, and I mean, JY and GLG were doing some amazing. Did you watch any any of the road to stuff? Mm, yeah, there's one bit where JY and GLG are like. Um, Pretending that the if they've won the match, the guy's dead, and they're just pretending that he's kicking out, so they can just keep doing more finishes on him. Oh yeah, because yeah. <laughs> they're just terrible people. Uh, but you know, great heel work, and mm. then the match is just total chaos. FTR would would not be happy. There was like it was rare that there was only two <laughs> people in the ring or someone fighting outside. Yeah, um, it, yeah. It was it was what you want a six man tag to be, weren't it? It was it was great. Yeah. Um. There again, their team, the chaos team, who were the champions, like. Since they've had the titles, it's they've been on on fire nearly every title match they have. Fantastic, yeah, really on um, on farm. That's really cool because I say I'm only really seen from Wrestle Kingdom, so I don't really know who these people are. I know a boy club are, I guess, but I don't know who Chaos yeah. really are. But it's been I'm becoming a fan, definitely becoming a fan. Um, I think Yoshi rolls up Tango Owa for the victory, and apparently it's the same move he used to beat Tamatongo. Previously, right. right. That's, what the com- that's what the commentator was saying. So that's <laughs> setting up a tag match for God's belts. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. I remember now. So, so is, is there a pay per view coming up, or the like? Is it is it building? I I don't understand that, like the structure was, of the show. That was the pay per pay per view. Oh, was it? Oh. Yeah, it was the new <laughs> beginning. Yeah. So Keep now up. they'll have another. They'll have another tour, as they call it, of Road Two. I think it's Castle Attack, the next Castle one. Attack, yeah. yeah, so they'll have a couple of weeks of shows that are building all towards the matches at that. Because, of course, it's called Castle Attack. <laughs> yeah, it just makes me think of Takeshi's Castle. Well, I was just like... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I would watch yeah. that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just uh, get roping... Um, I'm going to say Craig David, then. Uh, <laughs> Craig Charles. <laughs> roping Craig Charles to do the commentary for it and just proper Takeshi's Castle it up. prefer Craig David. That'd be funny. <laughs> Yeah, both. Just you can only do it on Monday. He's busy rest of the week. He's <laughs> <laughs> just running into walls neck first because that's what he does. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they'd all just be charging head first, in <laughs> neck first into the door. That one where they've got to go over the stepping stones, they'd all do it on their heads. <laughs> Can't we? <love it>. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I keep meaning to, to to watch it, but it's it's hours in the day and it's hours in the week. Yeah, if if I was saying like obviously it's two nights of shows, new beginning. There was some that like the main event of the second night. I don't know what you thought, John, but it, it dragged a bit for me. I was disappointed. Yeah, I was expecting yeah. a lot more. Um, they had a brilliant match for the G1 Climax final a few months ago, and this just didn't get going like that one did. Um, but I would say from the two nights, the two two matches we've ma- what mentioned are the ones to go and watch if you're going to watch any. Yeah, do brilliant. Cool, check them out. And obviously yeah. the uh, Curse Club match. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Iron Fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a good name. <laughs> <laughs> that's my jazz name. Yeah, Jill Iron <laughs> Fingers Higgins. Yeah. 
I did Lost enjoy them. I, I don't know, being the elite, they're showing far too much of the Good Brothers. It's like, all right, we get the joke. Yeah, I don't like those bits. No, it, but it seems to be it's like twice this week. <sighs> we get then it. Then again, I, I am just like shows for Dark Order. Okay, but... Yeah. Yeah. And then we had Dynamite this week uh, with once again Sting coming out doing now. <laughs> Darby loved the body bag though. Yeah. I was genuinely like, have they cut away? No, they didn't cut away at any point in that. So, I mean, as a child, I was dragged across a gravel car park on my back by my brother, not intentionally. And it took all the skin. I had to have, like, not skin grafts, but I had to have a paraffin. God, it hurts like fuck. So he must have been on a skateboard or something. Because there's, no way, on there's yeah. no way I'm caught well, there. The, the, there was a slightly disturbing bit, though. As he's being pulled away, after a couple seconds into it, there's then, then a skid mark occurs, like, of something oh, wet. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I didn't see not, that, no. Because I was, like, I was really looking in the background this week for stuff as well, because yeah. there's been a lot of stuff in there to, uh, to take yeah. away. No, they start dragging him, and there's nothing. And then all of a sudden, there's a wet mark starts. Well, maybe they realised that the camera wasn't cutting away. You know, keep yeah. accelerating. Oh, okay. Then. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say as the commentary also went, oh, Sting is in hot pursuit, and it just cuts to Sting sort of... <laughs> Ambling down the thing, out. using his bat as a cane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hot pursuit, yeah. Getting on his um, shot mobility scooter, chasing him down. <laughs> you hoodlums. No, wait, we're hoodlums. I forget who's hoodlum. <laughs> We're all hoodlums. But yeah, Darby defended against Joe Janela in a surprisingly good match. Yeah, very good match. A quick sprint of one, but... I love Joe Janela anyway. The the use of Janela is bizarre, isn't it? It's like they know he's great, but don't want to commit too much time to him. He'll just pop up every now and then, have great matches. And then disappear and disappear back to Darby. You'll see him in some indie match, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Because I really liked him and um, Sonny Kiss as a tag team as well. And that seems to have gone by the way, so when they first farmed those bits they were doing in the car. Around. Yeah. Yeah, they were really good. I was like, make a t shirt, I will buy it. Mm. And they did, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so fickle. Fickle. Mm. Right, Brian. <laughs> and then there's a lot of background stuff this week that I don't know if people picked up on or not, but for me, uh, Lee Johnson yeah. wins his first match and he thanks all the Nightmare family forgets to mention QT Marshall stood right behind him, who then has a face like a slapped ass for the rest of his life. I didn't pick up on that. Oh, I didn't see that. No, you see, it was because he went, and thanks to Cody and, and Dustin, and uh, and so he said, like, and even Brandy. Yeah. And then QT's like, stood there, and he just, he just yeah. And just, I think he stomp, He has a little stomp, but he leaves before everyone else as well. And I'm like, at least setting that up for a nice little tearing apart of the Nightmare family sort of thing. I, I, it was good, but all, my, my main bit of um, secret background thing was the Adam Page, Matt Hardy contract signing. That was annoying. Because I, I, re- I have to re-watch it, yeah. Because I was yeah, like, there's no way he signed that. I've not got round to going back to watch it, because I was watching Matt. Yeah, that's, yeah, the, that's the thing you're meant to, because he, he comes towards the camera to draw your eye yeah. to him. Yeah. And then I saw something on Twitter say, I think it was Adam Page posting saying, like, shush, don't tell him. Yep. And I was like, what? Have I missed something? But I've not got around to go. So, so he doesn't sign, does he? No. Literally, he hands him the contract sign and then he goes through the piece of camera. Adam Page quickly throws the thing over and pulls out a ream of paper's pocket, like Mr. Brody Lee would do, and makes and signs it and hands it to Thingy. And then that is now. So I'm assuming and I'm hoping this might be the start of the rise of Adam yeah. Page. It's probably not. It's probably yeah. just going to be a daft yeah. bit where he takes all my money or something like you know what I mean. But yeah, or his released private party maybe. Something, something. It was something along those lines, wasn't it? But I, I was. But it was. Just, it was really well done because, uh, like I said, I had to go back and rewatch that section. I didn't notice. Yeah, it was. No, because I thought there's no I way. There's no way that he's um he signed that. Yeah, he can't. Saying. He's no. He's no further to fall, has he? Really? 
unless we see him like with the old man will drop pants for food sort of sign on the side of the highway <laughs> there's also the point uh leading the segment before that where they're going to the bar and they were walking they walk into the dark order <laughs> john silver's like i'll catch you on the flip side <laughs> why did i say that <laughs> It was the look of um, sort of sadness in John Silver's yeah. eyes, though, as well. Yeah, he is he is old because it was uh, Valentine's Day and being the elite this week as well. Yeah. So all the Dark Order wrote their uh, Valentine's cards that varied from nice to terrifying to creepy, and all things in between. And they were all for Wardlow, who took them uh, with with varying degrees of sort of weirdness. It was um, apart from five. Uh, Alan Alan Angels, who left his for Hangman Adam Page, which was then discovered and tore up by Matt Hardy. It's it's heartbreaking. Also, Anna Jade gave you a card and said, "Fuck off." Yeah, I reckon they're still. I'm still holding on to that theory that there's still something there. The Anna Stew ship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm bored. It's going to be good. And then also, you had the first women's match in the mm. tournament, which was genuinely really good. Very good match. Uh, yeah. I yeah. am probably falling in love with uh, Layla Hirsch. I need her to be in Team Taz. Oh, man. Oh, can you imagine? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That would great. boost her right up and all. She's never going to win, though, is it? It's going to come down to. I like Thunder Rose's little promo as well. Mm. Apparently, it was difficult to film because they were filming Being the Elite in the Room Store, making too much noise. Because <laughs> Tony, Tony comes in and. I think, doesn't he call. Um, Marco stunt like a little shit house or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was yeah. Um, and then you had the main event. There was some other stuff in there as well, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, uh, we've missed. Um, you had this stuff circle. with the inner circle, yeah. Oh, yes. Sammy has finally left the inner circle after sucker punching uh, MJF <laughs> in the ribs. Yeah. I thought he punched him in the dick, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can help. Uh, it was inevitable, weren't it? That did you notice as well? He left down the uh, babyface tunnel. Yes, yeah. Mm. I mean, it's, it's a nice little things like that, but yeah. but also uh, as he was leaving his interview, the sign above the thing said no re-entry. I didn't know. Again, see, there's a lot of little little things in the background this week that I was like, I how many times have you watched just Dynamite? the one? Like I said <laughs> I, I I tend to pay attention to stuff in the background a bit more now when it's the little vignettes and stuff. Promos, I believe you call them. Uh, mm. I tend to focus on something because there's nearly always something funnier going on in the background. Yeah, like um, in the Omega one, there was as well. Did you notice? Yeah, Don Callis fucking about in the moving background. the balls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said it was. It's, there's just nice little bits in there. It, mm. it, it, I, don't, yeah, I only watched them once. It just it pays to pay attention, I guess, or something. I don't know. But yeah, your main event, uh, which isn't going to win match of the year. But it was fucking entertaining. I'm sorry. Uh, seeing Jake Roberts um, short line clothesline people is is never going to get old. Even though he looked like yeah, an old slugs. man on a roundabout. <laughs> so he's, he's got his um, he's got his control stuck on his mobility scooter. Hang on, hang on, I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was cracking. Uh, if you ever want to see Lance Arch throw a box of potatoes at someone, go and watch that match. <laughs> Yeah. I laughed out loud, loud when that happened. It, it was like, are they only allowed to use the kitchen and the arena? Because I'm sure didn't um, yeah, Young Butcher and Butcher... And the Blade and, it, but, yeah. I mean, the Butcher and the Blade one made me laugh because they were like, hang on, we've got to wash our hands before we start the fight. <laughs> it's, yeah. Just, yeah. it's just good stuff. It was, yeah. Like Moxley battering him with a potato as well. Yeah. That <laughs> who's hitting in the head with it. Uh, I think it was it was uh, Kenta's knees off the stage on Moxley mm. genuinely oh. made me wince. You seen the slow mo of it? That's what I mean. Yeah, um, it's Austin Gunn, weren't it? He was videoing it from the side and, and running it in slow motion, and it 
even though it like Ascalus thing is going to leave a mark. But it's good. It just descended into chaos. It's brilliant. It was barbed wire bats. Uh, I always like it when they hit each other with them, them clearly tinfoil trays. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh. <laughs> it sounds impressive, but also sounds, sounds like someone hitting it. someone with a sandwich tray. Yeah. yeah. I, saw, I saw some people criticizing it because they're saying it's way too overbooked. It was, but it was so also, overbooked, it was quite funny. It's the first, <laughs> I enjoyed it. It's the first <laughs> match of um, the Forbidden Door being up, isn't it? So why not throw literally everything into that pie? You might get a stinky pie. You might get a delicious pie. In this case, you got a pie that's pretty good, but could have could have been nicer. But eh, as a as a main event for the first time between an American brand and a Japanese brand, I thought you could have done worse. It was entertaining. There was bits in it where I was I genuinely thought Moxley was gonna win. Made Lance Arch like a fucking monster that he is because he was no selling the shit out of some stuff. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was great. I, I said I really enjoyed it. Yeah, if I think it, they did it, more for Kenta in those 10 or 15 minutes than WWE did in years, in all the years he was there. I mean, they had to resort to cheating to win, but that's Kenny Omega's whole thing at the moment. He's almost pantomime villain in his uh, heelishness at this point. It's not subtle, is it? He may as well have a big black stash and a top hat be tying a woman with a railway line. It's... (laughs) (laughs) But it it works. What I did notice this week's show was, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I was trying to, I couldn't do the whole timeline of AEW in my head. In terms of singles, not tag teams, Kenny and Cody have never really been like the main singles guy at the same time. No. So obviously when it started, Cody was getting a lot of the single stuff and, mm. and Kenny was kind of people were a bit frustrated because like, this isn't Kenny Omega and Dooley used to get quite upset that like, this isn't the Kenny that we know. And then since Cody's kind of stepped back and he's he's putting over like your Johnsons and that and wrestling Peter Avalon and, and yeah. doing doing his other stuff, then Omega's stepped <laughs> into it. Um I it just the the the, John, the 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 Johnson segment just made me think of it the other day because it's like they're not overexposing the elite. Take yeah, one, they're... wheel them back, yeah. Also, Peter Avalon taking a go to sleep made me fucking laugh. Yes. And then they broke his bed as well. I was like... <laughs> we also missed as well the patron saying, oh, damn it, Vince, Pax match against uh, Dolph Ziggler's brother. Mm. Whatever, yeah, which... whatever his name is. Hollywood Hunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ryan Nemeth. Yeah, whatever. Dolph Ziggler's brother. Yeah. He's, He's not even trying like to hide it, is it? No. Yeah. I mean, why not? Uh, Pax match again. It was a squash match, but standard pack. Yeah, yeah. It just made pack an absolute lunatic. Have you seen Pack's um, figure that they're releasing? Like way, way five. Where I'm like, who's that? Yeah, looks, it looks nothing like, like him. It looks like Kevin Sorbo with a beard. <laughs> I've not seen it. It's all. It's yeah. real, but I was like, is it April Fools? Are they putting these out as a joke? Because Pack's quite a distinctive face, hasn't? Like, mm. like you could cut butter with it. <laughs> That's not difficult, is it? That'd be quite a soft face. Uh, what's half yeah, to cut? You could cut diamonds with it. Up. Yeah. And it looks... Li- I'll, I'll find the picture and send it you. It looks terrible. Who, up, to this, up to this point... Who is that? Yeah. Have you got it? Send it out. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. up to this point, they've been pretty good, the, mm. the figures, from what I've seen. Apart from there being about 20 different versions of Cody. Well, you need Executive Cody and Dr. Cody and Malibu <laughs> Dreamhouse Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think we're getting another Young Buck and another Omega at some point as well, which seems kind of narcissistic when, you know... Yeah, it's what people who haven't had one yet, like, get the whole roster done before you start. Rick Baker's getting one, so that's good. Oh, we also had... Some part of the ring. We've done... Yeah, it's Boromir, <laughs> isn't it? They've just got all the Boromir heads in a box. <laughs> just whack that on that. Okay. Get them out the door. We also got the Acclaimed as well. Yes. Which, yeah. again, I really like them. I, I, think yeah. they, I think they'll do well once they get like a decent feud going with someone. Mm. And that's just, every, just, 
Go on. Just rewinding to pack a minute. Has he always done the black arrow onto the back? No. No, no, no. He does it every now and then as like a exclamation point, doesn't he? So the last few he's done, they've all been to the back. Was that for the brutalizer? I think it was so he could transition into the brutalizer easier, yeah. Which is a beautiful submission. Oh, again, yeah. it's like it would be fucking throwing. Yeah. yeah, it's packed, people, man. I'm not ashamed yes. to say it. Yeah, apart from yeah. his action figure, looks like someone's no, putting it in front of a fire. I've noticed uh, on his entrance video. Have you noticed that shot where he's just stood on the beach? <laughs> it was like, where's that in Newcastle? <laughs> South Shields, mate. Oh, South oh Shields. is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, is he? Oh, I've never looked close yeah. enough, but is he in his trunks? I don't think he is. No, he's oh. in like a trench coat or something. Oh, he's, he's, he's just, just got his just trunks, trunks underneath. Trunks underneath. Trunks underneath. <laughs> yeah, well, it's breezy, isn't it, on the, on the coast, especially in the northeast. It's nice in Whitley Bay. Get some good fish and chips there. So I'm yeah. sure he's... All right. <laughs> Whitley Bay his, Tourism uh, Office. Yeah. Just pack your fish and chips. I'd go for it. In his trench coat, open, yeah. <laughs> with his trunks on, right? fighting off seagulls. <laughs> That's it on AEW, isn't it? Yeah, that was basically the entire show through so, uh, through, through Joe's narration. <laughs> transitioning into the second piece of news, uh, Tony Khan, have you seen his location status on Twitter? No, you said this, and I forgot to look it up because I was doing something else. I think Butcher's seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just location forbidden door. Nice. Oh, right. Yeah, and they've uh, applied for that trademark apparently this week, as well as forbidden portal. <laughs> so I'll, my question is: Is that going to be a future possible like crossover pay per view between New Japan Impact and AEW potentially somewhere down the line? Could be exciting. Well, aren't New Japan showing Wednesday night's main event on New Japan World? Yeah, I think it's just highlights, but yeah, it's um, all and they they had they had they had the the when uh, Kenzer attacked Moxley last week they, that was on New Japan World as well. So yeah, yeah it's. I, I can't see a reason why not. No, and they've maybe mentioned it on the commentary and everything now, so it's clear that they've they did, struck some sort of deal now, haven't they? They did say Forbidden Door quite a bit, which I was like, all right, layer it on a bit thicker, but mm. yeah, I'm all for it. Like I said, yeah. could be great, could be terrible. It's thingy this weekend, isn't it? Um, yes. Impact, impact, no surrender. No surrender. Is it no surrender? I might be wrong. Something like that. Something along those lines, yeah. It's got the uh, tag team, which is now a triple threat tag team match, private party you're in. Because they, they showed up. It's a triple threat. Yeah, yeah. They, I don't know what they did, but they showed up and did some shenanigans. There's another tag team that was trying to get involved. And then one of the backstage guys came to Matt and said, well, the only way we need to make sure they don't get involved. And Matt's like, yes, that's a great idea. Ban him from the arena. He's like, well, that never works. So we're just going to put him in the match because then they can't uh, interfere in it. They're like, no, no, no. So it's a triple threat match now. Mm, nice. So, yeah, tag- See, my, my issue with this pay per is they're not going to top that last one with the karate. <laughs> How do you talk that much? Very um, one last thing on show reviews, I would say uh, Ring of Honor was an entertaining show this week. You just had two, the two matches. You had one pure rules tournament, which was straight wrestling. Then you'd add a completely, absolutely balls to one nuts eight man tag. And that's all you had, as well as some character stuff. And it's just 15 minutes of I said fun. It's like once a week, uh, one thing is nearly always a pure wrestling matching of honour now yeah. at the moment. And it's good. Yeah. It's nice to see. It works in a crowd environment. Yeah. yeah. And then, like I say, the 80 man tag at the main event was bonkers. It was like the Briscoes and Brody King and PCO versus uh, La Faction. And it just went, yeah, it went mad. It didn't finish. Let's, it ended in a DQ and yeah. all sorts. Yeah. I've just remembered as well from NXT, Imperium are coming. 
Oh yes, that was a great little vignette. I was like, because they were like, and, and Walter, and they showed him where he was chopping that dude, and I was like, wow. So yeah, <laughs> they've, done a couple, they've done a couple of weeks of vignettes on that now, haven't they? And they're building it each week. Yeah, so. he's, he's, I think he's going to drop the, the UK belt. It's going to. Right. Well, yeah. well, we never got Walter and Finn, did we? The pandemic. I was just going to say, I wondered whether he might get involved in the main event. <gasps> mm. Str- throw that down as a bonus point claim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm foolery in the I think, I think, I've put, I think I've put with runnings. I think I think I've put there's going to be runnings. Yeah, on, I think you put something, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Look forward to that one. Moving on to NXT then. So a classic match with Takeover coming up. I said to the group, give us a classic Takeover match. I dangled a carrot. So Butcher, I'm going to let you introduce this match because you you bit. Well, I really match I knew I was you were going to go back. It it wasn't actually a Takeover match, was it? No, <laughs> it's it was... just an episode of NXT. Is the I'm, two I'm out of three falls? Yeah. Going, Shit, I've watched all that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, the two out of three falls between Cesaro and Sami Zayn. I think the reason I think of it as a takeover match is because it's kind of the, they weren't having takeovers at that point. They, they weren't a thing yet, and I think it was the first match that kind of drew real attention to NXT. Is like, oh, there's something great going on over here, and from there, probably sort of the precursor to the NXT's uh, takeovers. And it's just a damn fun match. Well, this is when it was all pre... And I was reading on it. It's when it was all pre-recorded and there's like all these Reddit threads of people going, we heard that there was this match that was a yeah. match of the year contender, but they didn't know when it was going to come on. Yeah, I was one of them people waiting. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd known about this match for weeks and like I was just waiting it week on week. Is it going to be this one? Like yeah, there's so much buzz around it. Like they've 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 had this incredible match. Like, yeah, I think it was a good three or four weeks that it was out that they'd had an amazing match before it actually got shown. I think this is the point. I think it was you, John, who said that when we said chose this match. I think it was you who said I'd be meaning to watch that. Yeah. Um, and I think for me that's the point of this like little segment that we do on the pod because yeah, we can all go and recap Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker, which, you know, we've done in that, but everyone's watching, but trying to highlight these little gems that maybe you haven't seen. The diamonds in the rust. Diamonds in the rust. When I watched this, I realised I've seen nothing. Of I was like, not... who's that young man? Oh, it's Sami <laughs> yeah. Zayn! I mean, yeah. I knew he had a reputation on the about Indies, 10. <laughs> and I knew, like, people said he was good at NXT, but why, why don't we see this every week? What, like, why? Oh, well, because he week, gets but... because that's what happens, isn't it? You get called up from NXT to main roster, and what do we do with you? Let me continue what I'm doing. Put me against someone. No, you're going to be known as the Space Cowboy now. And... <laughs> was yeah. Cesaro on the main roster at this time? He was. On, he'd yeah. been on the main roster for quite a while. I have He's a question a... about Cesaro's entrance. Yeah, he'd, he'd had a US Championship run by that point and everything, and yeah, he was in the tag team with Swagger. So what was he doing down in NXT? It, it just, it come back. He came back uh, and called anyone out to take him on, didn't he? Yeah, so it, the it commentary match, says. Because yeah. this was a rubber match, wasn't it? So Yeah, it was a, f- a couple of months, oh, a few weeks earlier. He'd come out and had a match. I can't remember who it was against. And it was the night Sami Zayn had debuted on NXT. It was the same night, and Zayn had had a match against, I think, Kurt Harkins, and beat Kurt Harkins. And then, yeah, Cesaro's match was a squash. And he said, it, it was a, yeah, he called, is this all you've got in NXT? This isn't a competition as expected. And Zayn came out, and Zayn beat two main roster guys in one night. And, yeah, then they had a match, two matches after that. And then, yeah, that two out of three falls was, as you say, the rubber match. Yeah. 
I have a question about Cesaro's entrance. Why has he got that racist Texas flag behind him as he comes out? They don't tread on me that, one. It's for the that, people. It was the it, that was the the tag team with Jeff Swagger was the real Americans. And right. They had, that's they not had aged Zeb. well, has it? No. <laughs> well, it didn't age well at the time. They had Zeb Coulter as Zeb Coulter was the uh, mouthpiece, and there was some. Questionable borderline things. questionable stuff mm-hmm. coming out like I was uh, like he went from switzerland and i was like why is he with the rattles i don't <laughs> yeah it, it, see when he won he went he did that didn't he, and he went for yeah, the people so the we the people yeah we the people that's all that, that it like it got really over the we the people thing oh, as, wow. as like a chant which was like i remember being in manchester you know one of the live shows and like the whole arena was just up shouting we the people obviously not knowing the background of it mm, okay <laughs> there was even uh, some people chanting a, a dynamite when Hager came out right yeah there was when he first debuted weren't they yeah um yeah not sure everyone knows the background of the <laughs> i didn't uh Poor, poor creative choice but there again you know it, it at the time it got a lot of heat and it got loads of attention and then this was 2003, this match, and it's mm. August 21st, yeah. 2003. That's it's easy. Eight years at, ago. Easy to look at. 13. Yeah. 13, yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, don't do that. 2013. Well, yeah, he'd been on the main roster for a while. Cool. There's a couple of moves in it, and I was like, why don't we see these anymore? First one was um, one that I'd never seen Cesaro do, which was this the suplex from the second rope from the outside of the ring. Oh, in yeah. to the ring, yeah. deadlift suplex. Is that Jesus Christ? Um, I've never it... ever seen him do that, other than that that match. And um, one move that I always used to pop at um, was Sammy's tornado DDT through yeah. through the ropes yes. from outside. But... You don't get enough people I... diving through the corner ropes anymore. I've noticed it used to be no. all the rage a couple of years back, and then like everyone started doing it, and it just becomes old hat, I guess, doesn't it? But I like it because it's like a little sneak attack, isn't it? It's like you should me come that way. Ha ha! Here I am. I rewound that because I just didn't understand how where he'd gone. He could glitch through the ring or something. I was just. He <laughs> doesn't really do it on the main roster. He used to do it all the time in NXT. Like yeah, in the big he's, he's probably been told he's not match. allowed. Yeah. The, um, someone else did move. No, that, yeah, it was a great match. I like the uh, the second one when he uh, the second pin when he gets yeah, him in the chin lock, but by swinging him around by his head. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I was like. <laughs> No, he's a grown man. How are you doing that? That's not that's not normal. But also, I was like, you know, in in, in like best of, best two or three match, can you not just then go and like once they like counted one, just go and kick fuck out of them straight away? Is there like a cooling off period? Yeah, you go away until they're back on the feet. Ah, then... right. No, because I was like, yeah. he's passed yeah. out. Just lie on him again. Easy yeah. win, isn't it? I'd be a great heel, me. Yeah, you've got to wait. T- t- talking on that, I had a genuine thought and question during it in terms of two out of three falls. Oh. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, if you don't want... Joel says, light up that I mentioned question. <laughs> question. 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 What kind of bear is best? Every time. Now, I, I know it wasn't for a title, but if you're having a two out of three falls match for a title, can you win then by DQ and count out? I believe so. Oh, actually. Just because there's a bit when he's like down at night, it's a classic nine and he runs into the yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah. But I was thinking, if this was for a title and that was the second fall. It's not a fall, it, though, is it? Yeah. Do, but, but it counts as a thing. And the yeah, does, it, does it count as a fall or does it count as the champions lost by count out so he doesn't lose his title? That, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Because yeah. there was, remember Triple H and um, 
The Rock had an Iron Man match when The Undertaker returned as the American Badass. Mm. And he cost The Rock through DQ in a fall. It took it took it to a tie, and then I think Triple yeah, H D- was the champion. DQ's definitely counting Iron Man matches, yeah. But but in this one, because if he'd have got counted out, then it it would have counted as one of them. It had counted as a fall for Zayn, but yeah, if he was champion of something, would he have lost because champions don't lose the title through count out? That's a good question. Very good question. Does anyone know the answer? I'm trying to look it up now. I'm furious looking it up. Phil, Phil for time. I think it depends <laughs> on how uh, WWE are feeling that week. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Just in general, like it, it's a champion's advantage in, in other companies, but it's a. I don't know. It just I've never ever thought of it before until I was watching this, and I was just like, mm. okay, two out of three match. For... <laughs> anyway, great list. Well, well, see, looks I can edit this out. It's fine. It's yeah. not live. I think what, what I love about this match is the layout of how because quite often with two out of three falls, like I don't know, it's often like this first or second fall just feels a bit like oh, we just need to do it to get to the last one. Whereas because they went for that first really quick out of nowhere fall, it allowed them to have like a proper match. So that second fall was your, your match, wasn't it? That was just really like it, it was structured like a, just a one-on-one match and finished nicely. And then you had like this just blistering balls to the wall third fall with all the highlights in. Third it, fall was insane. The counters and the transitions they were doing. Oh, the... that that final sequence is one of my favorite things in wrestling ever. It's very uh, good. Where where is he, hoisted? Is caught him? He's hoisted it on the height. He gets in. on that he, on that chucking him. Yeah. He, he nearly falls over though. Yeah, nearly falls over. He's got to stumble and correct himself and stuff. Like he's lifting a grown lad above his head. You do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's the height he gets on on chucking him up just to pop yeah. that uppercut on him. Is uh. And then how he just he grabs him and picks him up, just ragdolls him into the neutralizer position, and it's it's such a fantastic little final sequence. I love it. Further to your question earlier, uh, I've just consulted the expert, and they say that it depends. Uh, (laughs) It it varies. It depends what the match stipulations are. Some of them, if one of the pin, if one of the win, one of the falls is a genuine pin or submission, and one of them is a DQ, it counts. And then in other stipulations, it depends. In WWE, there's no hard and fast rule. It depends who they want. So it, it, it's sort of a get-out-of-jail-free card. You can either have it. It would still count as a win. The belt would change hands either. So oh, okay. Fair enough. It's literally a crap you. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it happen. That's why I was thinking. No, they tend to be balls, don't they? Yeah. 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 But yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with what you said there, Butcher, the structure of it. And you mentioned like throwing him, in, ragdolling him into the neutralizer. I liked earlier on in the match. I, don't, I like. I don't think commentators do this enough to me nowadays. They were putting over the finisher earlier on in the match, yeah. going, "Oh, this Cesaro has got oh, Antonio Cesaro has got this uh, <laughs> the neutralizer, and no one kicks out of this." And it's like, so when he hit it. It, it felt yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah this yeah. should be the end now. I don't think commentators do that enough now in terms of putting over, mm. other than the one-winged angel. Because on the, on the main roster, they never actually talk about the matches, do they? They're always talking about some <laughs> other sideline story that's going on. Yeah, going on, yeah. Oh, just... uh, and, yeah no, it's, it's brilliant. Um, Bernie was asking that question. I have a wife, when she was watching it, there's a, there's a bit in the third fall where Cesaro throws him against the ropes, goes to kind of powerbomb him. Sammy flips over into like a sunset flip powerbomb mm. and pins him. 
<laughs> which I was admiring the athleticism and the, the smoothness of the transition. And Bernie was like, why is he bumming him? And I was like, well, he's just done a nice little transition. Like, no, watch him. And it's that thing, you he know, do, when he they does go to the pit like, He does shuffle like closer that. to get his, his, his hands, up, his, his ankles over his... Yeah, it, it's something as wrestling fans we just don't even blink at. But as a yeah. non-wrestling They both fan, got trousers on. How is that? Hmm... <laughs> It's, but it's that thing in it when you're going for the pin, and it's like sometimes you know it's going to be a big one because they're like like going like that with their heads yeah. and like rocking their heads back and forth. Just, yeah, I mean, but yeah. If she wants never to see stuff consider. If she wants to see stuff that's more controversial, there's loads. Like in terms of bizarre <laughs> sexual positions, but yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, yeah. I'm disappointed with her. No, it's good. Like um... I did notice that that he did creep forward. He was doing it. Yeah. Yeah. What, what did it's, you? It's a crap. Have you seen this match before? Nope, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. I, I was genuinely, I sort of sat down with my tea and I put it on, and then because I was using the fucking Chromecast thing, it was like as soon as Sammy saying got in the ring, it paused the action, commentary kept going. I went, yeah, that's good. So I was like, right, and then by the time it caught up, one pin had gone down. I'm like, what's happened here? Because <laughs> it's just it come out and that's like, rewind it back. Like, oh, okay, all right, all right, okay, that makes sense. And then it does, like I said, it adds that extra layer of jeopardy into it because it was so quick. That mm. first pin, and then you get this whole great second and third match. Like I said that that choke, that, that chin lock, really well done. Sami Zayn sells the fuck out of that. Yeah, so, so does the ref. Is... So does the ref, to be honest. Yeah. Well, it, at that point, he taps it so floppy his yeah. hands like. <laughs> yeah. um, but that second rope, second rope suplex. Mm. Someone should have that. Call it something. He 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 used to do it a lot. I don't it know might be really difficult just... on your back or something. I don't know, and that's why you abandoned mm. it. Because you are mm. sort of deadlifting somewhat, even though they are assistant, you're still lifting an entire person. Yeah, well, once you a, get so far... From an inclined angle, though, but yeah. Their assist is not worth much once you've gone so far, and he's the one that's got to get them over. I've never seen that before. But it's mm. like, someone should take that and make a thing. I have seen other people do it, I think, mostly on the indies, but... Yeah, I think Brian Cage does it, doesn't he? Sometimes. I think I've seen him do it. Mm. I don't know. Whenever Brian Cage goes near the ropes, near the corners, I sort of go, "This is not going to end well." <laughs> <laughs> True, John. You said you wanted to watch the match. Uh, like, are you glad you've watched the match? Your thought? Yeah, come on. I've got a note here. I think it's about since what you're talking about. It says physics broken. It's <laughs> like how what what happened is is great. I loved it. I need to go back and watch more NXT. Obviously, S- Sammy put. I've, I, Again, you you know this better, but didn't they then have? I know this was a rubber match, but then didn't they do the first takeover match or some takeover arrival? They had another match at, at an actual takeover. I can't recall. Which Cesaro won that as well, but they did have another match in 20, right, 2014, right. which is apparently that, good. Was an arrival, and I think right, 2014 was Arrivals, wasn't it? And yeah, that's what I think it was. Started a takeover that. arrival. But I, can't, I can't bring that one to mind. John, Sammy had a litany of quality matches down there. Butcher would be able to tell you better ones, but I know, didn't he have some good ones with Neville? Um, some great ones with Neville. Um, he had great ones with Owens, obviously. His final match with Nakamura was one of the best ones in NXT history, I think. Um, I think I've seen that one. It was Nakamura's um, baby, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Did Did you watch the rest of that NXT episode? I didn't have time. I literally yeah. cut to that one. No, I like no, about it was fifty minutes. So. It's <laughs> like, nice. yeah, yeah I it's was like, <laughs> it's like a laundry list of people who've gone on to be bigger stars. Now it starts off with Bailey versus AJ Lee. Uh, you've got Rusev on it. Um, Rene Young just pops up for a little interview <laughs> partway through. Dolph's um, on it, isn't it? Yeah, Dolph's on it. Baron Corbin's on it. Before he was... A rem- like, Baron Corbin basically gets squashed on it. But yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's it's great. Looking back 
like because I was I was watching NXT religiously then and I, like I forgot actually how good it was. It's to, it's totally different than it was. So much more developmental then. Like it, it was very different product then. Well, if you want to bang some matches like that into the uh, watch list, yeah. then as I agree, Joe, we could do these little just look back at matches that people may not have have gone and watched because yeah. I, I I enjoyed going and watching that. And yeah, I said I've never seen it before, and I was all the way through it. It was just what was it, fifty minutes all the way through? Yeah, that it had ad breaks, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah about but, 50, yeah. but fifteen yeah. to watch. But you normally. Uh, Two out of three falls match, what, half hour, 45 minutes, more like that, yeah. normally? Yeah. Nah, yeah. none of that, yeah. We're just going to do all the best bits. It's like a highlight reel, like you said. It was a yeah. little sprint of a match. It was it's, it's, Imagine that match had gone down a few years later at the height of NXT like takeovers in front of a massive crowd. That The the crowd for that final fall would have been just yeah, I, I didn't notice blowing the, the roof off. The crowd were very much sort of like, yeah. at one point, there's like a whole sequence going on and two people are just walking up the stairs. Come on, Mabel, we're going home. This is silly. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, this is happening. Weren't they chanting match of the year, though, at one point? The Towards end, the yeah. end, yeah. They were yeah, like, yeah. yeah, this is awesome. Fight forever, all that sort of, yeah. Yeah, I said definitely. I'd never seen it before, and thank you very much for bringing it to my attention. Really, uh, I, th- I thought of one. I'll add it to the list. Of, it might uh, be yeah. one of those ones that I go. Uh, if you want to watch like proper wrestling, mm. here's a good starting point. Yeah, I've I've thought of one of Zayn. I'll add it to the list. It was a four way of Zayn, Neville, Tyson Kidd, and I think Tyler Breeze is the fourth one on it. Which I think it was the headline of the first NXT arrival. I'll put that on because that was a really good match. Definitely. Yeah, yeah it's bang bang. So I like the idea of going and watching these little matches that we've not watched. So if anyone wants to go and check this one out, it was NXT, just a normal NXT, just a, just a weekly pre-recorded show from weeks before, August 21st, 2013, not 2003. That leads us into the uh, TakeOver Vengeance Day then, which we've got coming up. And as always, TakeOver cards are quite short and succinct and good quality so let's dive straight in with the uh nxt north american championship match between the one-armed johnny gargano versus kushida um butcher who are you going for uh i have gone with kushida for this one it just feels like time for gargano to get his comeuppance and time to just do something properly with kushida like to be honest isn't it he's, he's not been how long has he been there now? He's, they've not. This is the first time they've really been using him properly. I think. Did he break his arm, hand or something? He, he got injured for a while, didn't he? Yeah. And then, didn't he come back as like a heel? weren't they doing a? I think they tried to, didn't they? But it, I can't see. It, it lasted a heel. about. It lasted like two weeks or something. It's didn't far it? too and, chirpy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it, yeah. I just feel like it's time for Gargano to get the comeuppance in the story and. Yeah. Not early. Kushida. Not early enough yet. <laughs> no, you're, you're going Gargano. I've gone, I've gone Gargano, but with hijinks. It was a new rest. No, uh, is that Tom Fillery's tactic partner? Tom Fillery and hijinks. Oh man, that's, that, that's, that sounds like some early, <laughs> early two yeah. thousands. Yeah. Um, no, I can see um, Austin Theory getting involved, and you know the way getting involved. I don't think I, I, I much as I, I really want Kashida to take the belt. But I don't think the time's right. They can take it. See, I I think that's why though. No you intended. mentioned you mentioned theory. I I think that's why they added the Loomis stuff in, and he, he will counteract, and then that'll lead into a rivalry for Gargano after he's lost the belt. Possibly, Kushida can move on to something else. I mean, that's why I like NXT because it's, mm. it's actually oh, it could go any of these ways as opposed to yeah. 
I said I've I've, I've gone Gargano, but with interference with a the dirty finish. I would like Kashi, but I don't think time's right. I possibly one more take this takeover, and then next one. Yeah, I've gone. I've gone Kushida, like you, but also like you're saying, it's too early for him to lose it. Gargano's got a bit of a a reputation, if you like, down in NXT of not holding on to belts for very long. He's not very good at defending but he, them. He broke the Gargano curse. He did. And then <laughs> and there was that whole weird sequence that wasn't funny. So maybe they've got a better writer in now. I don't know. Oh, I'd just like to add in from the show, do you know, when he's in the wheelchair and he says, you know how much I hate wheels. Just that little throwback to Halloween <laughs> habit. Which I, that made me laugh. There was, yeah. Yeah, I'll go Kushida. So that's uh, me and Butcher Kushida. Paul's not with us tonight, but he's gone Kushida as well. Gargano for you, Joe. John? Kushida, but mostly just because I want him to win it. I'll be watching a great deal of NXT. I really need to make time for that. New Japan kind of destroyed all my time over the last couple of weeks. Understandable this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I discovered you watch, watch wrestling, your streaming website, cuts all the adverts out. <laughs> you do it on BT Sport, you're manual to pull through them. <laughs> it does. Yeah, so think on. <laughs> cut that bit out oh yeah, yeah yeah that's why I went into, into, into secret voice yeah yeah <laughs> the voice isn't picked up by microphone <laughs> then we've got the two let's give it the full title shall we Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic Tournament Finals start with the men's and we've as we mentioned earlier on we've got two proper tag teams Poss- is it the first time the finals have had a two proper tag teams and not thrown together um, one for storyline purposes because you had Samoa sure, Joe surely not Samoa Joe and Finn won one is that right Samoa and Finn yeah and then you yeah, had last, the one. last year you had Dunn and um, Riddle I will so... say that uh, on Raw this week Riddle's um, backstage bit with Keith Lee genuinely made me laugh because he mentioned Airbud. And that's purely because I was talking to someone at work about Airbud, and they were going, that's not a real film. And I was like, fucking good. There is a film about a dog who plays basketball. Why would, they, why would they make that? I don't know, but I know there's like three or four others where the dog plays other sports. It just made, oh, also Keith Lee proposed, didn't he, to... Yes. What the fuck's her name? Retribution. <laughs> Shut up. Miriam. Miriam, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> was she not called Reckoning? Reckoning, yeah. 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 She's who um, Xavier Woods wants. He's like, give me Reckoning. Yeah, I was like, what's that all reckoning. about? That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's good. Going back to your question, there's been a few. Full, full of questions, then. Uh, 2016 was TM61 versus the Office of Pain for the final. ALP. Um, 2018 was a three way Office of Pain Undisputed Era. Oh no, that, that was Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong then, our real tag team. Uh, when, when, when he turned on him? Yeah. And yeah. that cold. Yeah, so actually, yeah, there's only been one other where it's been both proper tag teams. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So, yep, into predictions then. Butcher, are you going for? Um, I've forgotten which one I was talking about. Um, Chris and Young Vets. Yeah, it's got to be. You're a big no, fan I, of them, aren't you? Yeah, I just I love Zach Gibson. I, I, I don't even I don't even want to watch him wrestle that much. I just want to listen to him talk. Yeah. I think. That, li- that man draws heat like no one else. I would listen to him read the phone book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These were one of the teams that were there when I was saw NXT UK recordings. Oh, yeah. Quite a big fan. Yeah. yeah. Who, who, who have you gone for then, Joe? Uh, yeah, Grizzled Young Veterans. Joe? Grizzled. Yeah. Grizzled Young <laughs> Veterans, isn't it? It's, um, it has to be. Um, if MSK come in and stomp on this, it makes a bit of a mockery of the whole thing, doesn't it? 
it's gonna be yeah. I, I i believe it will probably be up there as a good match as, as one of, yeah. the, of the best matches yeah. because it's two completely different styles but grizzled young veterans more experienced more sort of underhandy healy sort of antics i have high hopes yeah but yeah, I think yeah. they've done the job with MSK, uh, haven't they? Yeah, well, they're like, well over. Yeah, yeah, they've got them over. They've shown they're a threat. Yeah, but they'll lose at the lose at the final and give, they'll, they'll uh, lose clean. But yeah, oh yeah, give give them give the vets the um, the win after losing it last year. Yeah, me, me and Paul have gone gone for them as well. I did start to put MSK because, and and this is I think why I like NXT because in my head I was thinking like WWE, it's like, oh a shiny new toy. They're gonna win. Let's put them over, and then they get forgotten about because that's kind of what happens like on the main roster sometimes. Nah. And then I thought, well, actually no, because NXT is, knows how to exactly what you just said. Then Butcher, they've they've put MSK over now. Mm. They've got so far, and they know how to make someone lose and not lose credibility. They they've already got credibility because of how far they've got, and they're going to put on, as you said, Joe, a possibly a match of the night contender. And they can lose clean and come out of it looking good. You've also got Balor and Dunn on that card as well. So oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. why I was hedging my bets on it. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it's it's a it's a dark horse as one that could could do it. Oh yeah, totally. So yeah, I I changed to Grizzled Young Veterans because it's what Triple H knows how to tell a story. He knows how to put people up, which goes back to the Edge thing. Like I can see Edge working with young stars down there. And him not having to lose every single match to put someone over, which appears to be like what Vince feels like needs to happen, or to put someone over, you've got to lose. Like, but he he will like Cesaro, as we were saying, like the match we've just gone back. Cesaro was on the main roster, and he came back to NXT. He lost a match to Zayn. It was a rubber match this one, yeah. and they both come out of it looking looking a million, great. A million pesos, yeah. So yeah, so I'm going I'm going Grizzled Young Vets on this. Uh, onto the onto the women's, we've got uh, Dakota Kai. And uh, Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. I'm, I'm quite excited for this. It's a, be a good one. Butcher? I've gone with Moon and Blackheart purely because when Regal announced that they'll be getting a title shot, I thought maybe they're more established for putting up against main roster talents for being a draw during the Mania season sort of thing. That was my only thinking. Really. Uh, it could go either way. Are they, though? Well, Ember Moon is obviously she spent time on the main roster. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah. And Chachi Blackheart's been in two rumbles. Yeah, yeah, and she's yeah. had the focus yeah. of that yeah. Halloween no, Havoc no, night. Yeah, I see your point. Yeah. But Raquel Gonzalez could just powerbomb the shit out of Nia Jax as well. And Shayna Baszler. <laughs> one each hand. Oh, both are holes. <laughs> This is a well for me. Looking looking down, it might not be the case, but for me, this is the one match on the card which I, I really don't know. I was quite confident predicting all the other ones. Actually, no, not the main event. But th- this is one where I was really split. I, I, it I could was, go either way. I, I'm yeah, I, I think it could. That, that, that's what I mean. If if it wasn't for that tag team title opportunity, I might have gone the other way. But I don't know. I just I see Ember Moon versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler more than. Oh, that's not injure. It's not injure Ember Moon anymore. Well, there is that problem, oh, isn't there? God. I hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> and don't put shots in here, Naya. Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> as accident prone as she is, adding that on top of it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I'm joining you in that one, Butcher. I've gone Moon and Blackout as well. I think more for Moon because she's come back. She's She had a good like start and then she's kind of faded a little bit. 
Um, so it's kind of give a. That was in the run up to War Games, though, weren't it? They had to sort of show them as a bit weaker. Yeah, yeah. It... but um, but I'm I'm you know I'm a big fan of Gonzalez. I'm quite happy for it to go the other way, and I'm I'm happy either way. But I, I've just got Moon and Blackout because I, I love Blackout as well. So um, and she really wins things, so it'd be it'd be nice. And I think they. Like they're clearly setting Gonzalez up for me at the moment to be a a single star. This is just a little the new Rhea Ripley. Yeah, this is just a little transition while EO does her other stuff in the other match. Whereas I think Moon and Blackheart could be a legitimate tag team for. They'd, they'd worked quite out a some while. some little moves together, haven't they? They'd worked out some nice little offense yeah. together. I think that's more kind of what I was trying to say is that I can imagine them potentially even winning the title and being a tag team for a while. Yeah, yeah, to be a great, great I, tag team. I would like that, but I've gone against my heart, <laughs> <laughs> and I've gone with Kai Gonzalez because yeah. move it to the main roster. You mean? No, no, not move to the main roster, but just put more eyes on her because she's good. I, I'm, I'm impressed at how far she's come in such a short time. Dakota Kai's, you know, great anyway, but I think it's more for the benefit of Gonzalez. Ember Moon's been up and come back down. They've never found a place for her. Did they? No, no. Then so, got injured and... and got injured, yeah. So I don't think showing her to people again would warrant stuff. Would warrant it's it's a confusing yeah. it's a confusing world because on the one hand you want to push new talent, but on the other hand you've got established names that will draw eyes to a product. So I'm trying to think, what would Vince do? <laughs> <laughs> and it is it's that's why I've gone with with Dakota Kai and uh, Raquel Gonzalez because I think. That would bring more eyes to it. It would bring NXT eyes to WWE to to the main roster who probably don't watch it. It's shit. Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, women's division in main roster is yeah. Uh, that's what you were saying though. Going back to Butch's point, didn't Ember Moon lose the NXT Women's Championship to Baszler? She did. Yeah, actually. Mm, yeah, that's true. So there is a storyline. Oh, did yeah, she, 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 did. she did. She did. Yeah, she did. For, I had a moment of doubt whether it was. Um, no, it's like two years. Of saying she lost it to me, but it wasn't, was it? No. Yeah, it was Basil. Yeah. 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 Okay. So there's, there's, it just popped in my head then. I was just like, I'm sure that happened. So that's storyline, storyline there as well. Mm. But it, it's nice because you've got a couple of ways it could go, and both of them feed into different stories. Yeah. Um, you you could get Kai taking the pin and Gonzalez getting fed up with her, like the. You know the yeah. what's what's the phrase? Like, <laughs> the, the, what's it called when you're being trained and you take over the person who's trained? Oh yeah, the um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely a word for it, but I can't think of it right now. One of us has got to be able to get this, Joe. What's it called when you're like being trained by someone and then you take over them? What's that phrase? Surpassing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. the, 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 the Padawan has become the Jedi. The the master becomes the student or something. The student like. becomes the master. The master, be- yeah. the, the, the Padawan becomes the Jedi. The there we go. They're all the coming out. It's now. basically anything lower than you supplant it with whatever is there beneath. There you go. So, yeah, I was just saying there's lots of different ways this match could go because um, Ember Moon lost her title to Shayna Baszler. Yeah. And, but you could also get Dakota Kai taking the pin, Gonzalez getting fed up and basically saying, I- I'm done with you. <laughs> I came in as, as as kind of your bodyguard, but I'm done with you. I've surpassed you. And they could have like a little mini rivalry before Gonzalez moves on to a singles push. So again, lots of different ways. Of I said that's that why that, that was the one I ummed this and the next one were the ones I ummed and had about the most. Yeah. Which is a nice segue then, which again, it leads in from that is the NXT Women's Championship triple threat. So we've got EO, obviously champion versus Mercedes Martinez and 
Tony Storm. Um, go on, Joe. Go with you. Tony Storm. It's Tony time. I, I would like that. <laughs> do you like Tony Storm? Uh, I do. Not like that. I love her music. Uh, I like the music. I like the whole aesthetic of it. I like that little promo thing she got this week, even though it was kind of rubbish, but that's what I expect from her. Eos had it for quite some time now. She took it off Charlotte. It's due a change of hands, I think. Um, it then opens up the women's championship with a lot of people that Tony Storm's had beef with in the past as well. You can then go for it. Mercedes Martinez? Mm, no, don't see it. No, that's that's someone they've thrown in at the last minute, in it? It's like, uh, we'll make it a triple threat. Let's get Kenny Peppers there, you know what I mean? It's either going to be Io Shirai retains or Tony Storm, but I believe in my heart of hearts. I'm listening to my heart on this one. It's a confusing body system I have. It's <laughs> Tony Storm. Interesting. And, yeah, it's it's. I'd, mm. I'd, I'd be there. For, I'm a big fan of hers. Yeah. Um, I've gone for EO, but Joe's convincing me. Come, come join us. I'm the same. Me, I've gone for EO. Paul's gone for EO, but I, I did hover over Tony Storm just because they've got that. Was it May Young Classic? Yeah, uh, that yeah, little bit of heat from that. Yeah, a little bit of rivalry. Uh, t- Tony, Tony won there. I can see. But he had that promo this week where EO was like, "I'm a different person now." That was a long time ago. I'm like, if Tony Storm hits that move again on her. And the pins are off that. Ah, it's fuck, you know, it's going to be good, isn't it? That's <laughs> the thing going back to the finishers, making the finishers feel valued. Yes. So. You see, this is what we've said all along. Like, one day I'll supercut all of this into one like hour long <laughs> thing that just concises the whole history of wrestling into a, into one <laughs> hour long. Uh... So that's uh, me, me, John, and Paul, and Eo. Although me and John are a bit. You nearly convinced us to Tony, Joe. Uh, well, unfortunately, and it is on the Google document now. So it is. There is, it is no, I can see John hovering over his choice as if he's about say, to change it, to colored, be honest. A coloured cursor has just appeared. It, it's highlighted. <laughs> <laughs> he's about to change. Are you changing it, John? You can change it if you want to. He is. Come yeah. join me on Tony team. Team Tony team. Team Tony. <laughs> I'm going to regret this, aren't I? <laughs> Mate, I'm doing terrible. We're only one, one pay-per-view in. Good point. Why am I looking to you? Shit. <laughs> Joe, you said do you think uh, Mercedes Martinez is thrown in? So, Butcher, who do you think is going to win? I did hip dip do on this one and came up with Martin um, uh, Martinez. Honestly, that's how I chose. I did hip. I didn't know. I, I think it could go anyway, and I did hip dip do. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder why you had her down. She's there to no. take the pin, surely. Yeah, that's what I um, thought. She's going to be the no. It's part the of my thinking was like. We, I let myself go with my result of my hip dip do was that like it did feel a bit random throwing her in so why do it unless you want the title on her nah. <laughs> who she got beef with and then set up a rivalry with Storm and Shirai going forward and Martinez can move on to someone nah that's same if they've got this big intake of people coming in exactly. EO, EO she, Shirai's going to get boosted up the to main statement of them all they're, they're, gonna... Giving a, they're going to give her the rub for a bit and Give her a short run with it. Going to boost Eoshirai up to main run. Put her with us. Kabuki Warriors Mark Two is the both Japanese. Like, and that's all that matters. I can I fucking guarantee it now. Yeah, the Kabuki Two. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm not with even a Z. I'm that much, to be honest, because I, 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 like I say, I think it could go anyway. That's. Uh, I can see yeah. it being a good again. It, it, it's, mm. it's takeover. I can see them all being good matches. But, um, That's that triple threat thing. I just hope they don't fall tri- into the, the triple, triple threat, threat thing of, of one person rolling out of the ring into a fight and then one. Person. I don't know. I'm optimistic though because when she won it in a triple threat against Charlotte and Rio, and that was one of the best triple threat matches yeah. I've seen in quite a long time. That's everyone for that one. On the uh, NXT Championship match, Finn Balor. Different again here, haven't I? 
Yeah, you, you could be even very far behind or very far ahead at the end of the day. <laughs> so we've got uh, Balor versus, versus Dunn. To be honest, I was going to go with you, Butcher, but it, my heart overruled here, so we'll go with you first, Butcher, then. Well, I've just gone... I've got my cynical brain on here, and it's heading into, like, WrestleMania season. They're going to put a big show on. They're going to want the title on Balor for that this time of year. That That's literally what I'm thinking. I'd love it to, done to win, because he's, he's great, but... Yeah, I just think this time of year they'll want it on Bala. Mm, yeah, it's not a convincing sense. argument, but now I think about it, yeah, it does make sense. <laughs> I'm waiting for John's uh, curse or something <laughs> over here. <laughs> no, no. Whichever way the wind's blowing. <laughs> what have you gone for, John? I'm uh, sticking with Dunn for this one. I'm, I just really like him. I don't have any any like good analysis here. I'm just like, I like Dunn. He, because I haven't seen as much as you guys. I first saw him at the takeover where he lost title to Walter. And I went to see NXT UK, and the recordings of that uh, I saw were was the rematch, Volta versus Dunn. Awesome, mm-hmm. um, awesome live. Um, I just I just really wanted to win. Pure pure heart. No no uh, analysis here. Just please. Not many men can pull off a single that's sexy. It's true. Do you think he doesn't suit it as much now that he's got more beefed up? I, yeah, I think he needs to either start wearing and orange. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, orange is not a good look at him because he is quite. I want to say oaky. Yeah. No. <laughs> No one from the Midlands is that colour. So, well, they are, but for for like, gene- reasons. genetic reasons, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe take abandon the singlet, get some nice leggings or trunk. Can't imagine them in. Yeah, I can't either. I think he needs the. It's the powerlifting thing, isn't it? It's the rip boy always wears like. Sorry, Joe's fashion. Yes. Joe's wrestling fashion corner. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone with you. John, I've gone done for heart. This was a head over heart one. I did deliberate. My head is Bala for the reasons you said, Butcher. My heart is is done because I I think I called this a couple of months ago. I said I really hope we're gonna get this, and I love the fact you got Wade Barrett as well commentating, and he was like, "This is the match that Europe have been wanting." Mm. I was like, "You've got a, a Bala versus Done, which is just incredible." Just gonna throw one in there to add to that list, by the way, because you mentioned NXT UK. If you've never seen Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunn for the NXT UK title. The like, one where Dunn won it. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I'll the... add that to the list, because that the that's, the, that's the first time I ever watched Pete Dunn, and I've never fallen in love with a wrestler as quickly as I did when I watched that match. Me and Paul watched it, having never watched either of these wrestlers, and we were like, what the hell have we just watched? I'll put um, on the list. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going for done. Feels Joe. like there might be a lot of NXT on this. This is NXT UK. That's so all. Uh, is... <laughs> uh, Pete done, isn't it? Uh, it's right to change hands now. Balor. I don't know what they want to do with Balor. He can't keep saying it. I like Dunn's promo this week where he's like, "Yeah, you're a big lad, but got a glass jaw or whatever." And I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> saucy." Yeah, done, isn't it? It's got to be. He's gonna come out and crush him between his mighty man pecs. <laughs> <laughs> Does does Walter play a part in this? Like we yeah. um, I I have got done wins, but there's going to be run-ins. There's going to be yeah. I think possibly I don't I, I thought Edge, but then I was like, no, that's not going to make sense. That wouldn't make sense. He, he, no, like, no, no, I no, imagine no. him sat in the crowd to be honest. Yeah, mm, yeah. with a fine bottle of Chardonnay. They used to do that loads in NXT. They used to like pan over. Yeah. And they did the, uh, the uh, no, but I was like, you've got 
Undisputed Era. Yeah, they've been involved, involved in the stories. Yeah. So they might want a bit. Like, literally everyone in NXT at some point has been involved in this. Because it was like, you want to take a shot at me, get get in line. Because everyone... I don't know. But there again, NXT don't tend to do shit you run into, do they? That's my thing. Like, Paul, yeah. Paul's got Paul's got done with Pat McAfee to run Pat him. McAfee, um, I, I, when I saw that, I did a little bit of a laugh myself. <laughs> like, I don't think, Pat, I think Pat, Pat, Pat McAfee this week has said that he's off for like, Four months, and then he might come back and do something. I think. Triple H was talking about him. No, he said he was off while the Super Bowl was on. That's finished now. Mm-hmm. What's the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl finished last week. <laughs> oh, I thought, <laughs> oh, I'm disappointed. I thought big mechanic. Like the one from Clash of the Titans. Big Owl. From, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Artemis. The, the Gronk. The Gronk winning another Super Bowl. Just to throw that one in there. He's gone mm-hmm. from 24 7 champion Fuck to. Uh... Don't be talking about American football. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> Rugby yeah, soft okay. lads. Okay, so you, you, you've got everyone in the in the world running in this match. No, not everyone in the world. I think there might be. And now I say it. Now I think back. Um, I, I'm still going to go with Pete Dunne, and I'm still going to leave the running because I need all the bonus points. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided on what my shenanigans is. It's a clean match with a clean finish. Then Imperium destroy them both. <gasps> oh. That's what I was thinking. That and that's how the show closes. That's Imperium. My, that's my running is Walter. It's not really a running with Walter, is it? It's more like a stomping. It's like a small <laughs> earthquake approaches you. Uh, yeah, because they were and they, they did like they went through everyone in that thing, didn't they? And then they went and last Walter. And yeah, that's I, my I, official. I mean, I, I'm keeping with my runnings, but I want butchers to come through. Um, yeah, I don't even want all of Imperium to come in. I just, just want Walter it. to come in and just chop the fuck out of both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not seen that picture that's been like slowed down where he's chopped? Um, was it when he was against Dragon Off? Dragon Off. Yeah, it's horrific. And like literally, you can see his bone as the flesh ripples underneath it. Mm-hmm. Mate of mine who hasn't watched wrestling in so long was like, "Oh, I've just watched this. What the fuck?" And I was like, yes, welcome to the world of um, Imperium and Volta, basically. Because, uh, yeah. That was one of my favourite matches of last year, hands down. It is absurd. <laughs> but I was like, oh, if you like that, here's a list of other things. Listen to the podcast, why don't you? Like... <laughs> if you throw Walter and Imperium in there, the, the storylines that could spawn off that. Because yeah, they've had, with they had the... matches of the era, didn't they? It's obviously got done history. Yeah, you've got the match that never happened with Balor. Balor, you've... yeah. There's, there's all sorts. They've dropped, yeah. like I said, you've, got... they've dropped it for like three, four weeks now. Yeah. The Imperium yeah. stuff. So it would be about enough time for people to pay attention to it. I like you think it a lot. For once. <laughs> I normally like it. I just, I, I begrudge because I didn't think of it first. <laughs> Mine's normally more so. Uh, but um, I will point out that Paul has written on the Google document uh, done with Pat McAfee tomfoolery, as tomfoolery is two separate words. <laughs> so that uh, if the wrestler Tom Fuller, there must be a wrestler called Tom Fuller at some point. There must have been. Like it's going to be our wrestler of the year that we never see. <laughs> every pay per view, Tom Fuller <laughs> will be mentioned. Every, every, every. I think we've got a run of him. You know, I think we've got another pay per view next week, and then yeah. possibly the week after. Yes, we've of... got um, elimination, elimination chamber next chamber, week, and then isn't it um, revolution. revolution week after? It's either the week after or there's a one-week break. I'm not sure because off air last week when we finished recording, we came to the horrible realisation that, that Revolution on is on a Sunday, yeah. not a Saturday, yeah. which deeply upset us. Um, that's one reason I like AEW to do on Saturday. Yeah. But it's because of obviously cold. UFC. Uh, no, it's not even UFC, is it? Someone, I, I no, it, it, it's because of boxing because it was meant to be the end yeah, of Feb. But it's, 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 it's um, what's he called, that YouTube prick? Jake something. Jake yeah. Paul? Oh, really? Yeah. 
Paul so, Paul Johnson, Lagan Hogan, <laughs> Logan Paul. Logan, yeah, Paul. the guy that's had Logan two Paul. matches that have both been finished in a fucking draw, and they've made a million billion dollars out of it, and people still fucking give a shit. Idiots. <laughs> yeah, there's a box because it was meant to be 28 for Feb or 27 for Feb or something, and then the boxing matches put it back, and then the weekend after it's UFC on the Saturday, so they don't want to clash with that, so they've moved to Sunday, March the seventh, which is furious. Rubbish. I wanted to watch Mondays at the moment. It's fine. It's all right. Great. <laughs> but yeah, that's our that's our takeover predictions. And uh, thanks for listening. Hopefully, uh, it'll be a good show this weekend. I don't doubt takeover will be a good show because they uh, they always tend to be good good wrestling shows. But uh, some interesting predictions from people there. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> uh, that concludes the predictions for takeover. Then uh, thanks for listening this week. I uh, hope you enjoy the show this weekend. Takeover. It's normally a good one. And we'll uh, we'll be back next week. So. Uh, I'd just like to point out that I think at the end of this month we're supposed to be doing a joint collaboration thing with the lad from Untitled Wrestling Podcast. I'm not sure what it is. Could just be talking about wrestling. I don't know. Don't listen to them as well. They do more in-depth um, episode breakdowns each week than we do. And they're really nice lads. They own a brewery. But it's all, re- <laughs> it's all wrestling themed beer. Yes. Yeah, of course. And I'm doing watch-alongs. They're doing watch-alongs on Sunday as well. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.